Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to this week's episode of the Buns of Steel podcast. Hi, I'm Jenna Brady, your host. How are you? Have you been doing well? Have you been getting outside? Have you been taking class? Have you been um, creating something new? Just wondering, just making sure that you're doing all these things that feed your soul because I know they feed your soul because we talk about it. We talk about it. Um, But without, (laughs) you know, really skirting past what's going on in this week's episode, um, I do want to remind you to share, share this episode if you enjoyed it, um, share it with someone who you love, share it with someone, um, maybe that is, is, that is a dance and film and TV appreciator, um, that would really help the show. And that would really help me, (laughs) um, without further ado, here we go. So today we have I am talking with Tori Trowbridge from, you might know her from Netflix series um, that recently came out called Tiny Pretty Things. She played Delia on Tiny Pretty Things. And um, if you haven't watched it, I would highly recommend. It's kind of, if you like, kind of like a mystery, pretty little liars, gossip girl, um type of thing I think you would like this also yes there's dance um very much sprinkled in in all of that um and the dancers in this show are exceptional there's really really good ballet dancing and contemporary dancing in this particular show which I quite enjoyed and yes my conversation with Tori was awesome (laughs) I really enjoyed this I felt like we had some similar um, views on art and what it means to mentally prepare and what it means to um, be all in. Um, and that was really refreshing, really refreshing to hear. And I had a ball talking about her. I feel I'm talking to her. I felt like she's just so knowledgeable and kind of wise beyond her years. She has a lot of um, really amazing credits <laughs> to her name. She was on an episode of Law & Order SVU. She was on Broadway three times, one including with The Share Show. Um, she was in, of course, Tiny Pretty Things and a movie with Rebel Wilson. Like, there's, like, the sky's the limit um, for this girl. And I was super, super lucky, um, to have her today. She blew me away with really what she brought to the conversation and really what, um, really what her demeanor is like. And, um, it was just very calming. I hope you feel very calm listening to this. I hope you feel very inspired listening to this because, um, that's what I felt. I just felt like, wow, I really feel like this was a breakthrough conversation um, with someone who really gets it. And um, as and these the conversations that I've had on this podcast have been amazing, amazing conversations. They really have. Um, and you never really know, you know, what you walk into with talking to a new person. And like I ask people that are on this to be on this podcast who I think are interesting and who I think I would like to hear more from. Um, and 
it's just always it always amazes me how how true people really ring through like everyone that I've talked to including Tori especially Tori are just bigger than life more than I could have ever imagined um talking to and you get just get so much insight talking to these different people about what they go through and you know their life experiences and how they got there and um it's just really insightful and something you would never get you know just I don't know maybe you would but I've never experienced conversations like this um anywhere else so I'm I'm really again grateful to have her on this podcast and um yeah, I should say it's kind of funny how we I well I ran into her, but um we take class together. Um she's in Chicago for the meantime and um one of my friends was she texted me and was like, "Do you watch Tiny Pretty Things?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I do." And she's like, "So Delia from the show, the the girl who plays Delia was in ballet today." And I'm like, "You're kidding." Okay, so that kind of like, you know, got the wheels, got the wheels turning. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, like if I if I look around and I, you know, see her, um, that's pretty cool. And then one day I should ask her to be on my podcast. And it was kind of like this fleeting uh thought that I had. And I was like, she, she either it could it either it's not her and she can just say, No, it's not me. Uh, I don't know who you're talking about, but thank you. Okay, or she it could be her and she says yes, or it could be her and she says no. Um, all of those scenarios I am okay with. So once I was like, I'm okay with anything that happens out of this scenario, um, I'm gonna go up to her. So it was great. You know, she was incredibly nice, incredibly warm. Um, I'm like, I'm like, hey, you don't do you happen to play Delia? on Tiny Pretty Things? And she's like, Yeah, that was me. And I'm like, oh my gosh big fan of the show. Um, congratulations. You know, really awesome work. Um, I would love for you to be on my podcast. I have a dance-centric podcast on a variety of platforms, Spotify, you know, Apple Podcasts, Google po- Podcasts, and it's called Buns of Steel. I'd love to have you on and just talk about your experience. Um, you do not need to answer me right now. I know there might be like, you know, certain things that you can or can't answer. So, let me know. I can DM you if that's easier. And from there on, she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. D- you know, here's my Instagram. DM me. And um, the rest is history. So pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, and it it's really, it's, it's good to be social. I think I, you know, had that on one of my episodes of like, just going up to people, just talking. Um, and I'm glad I did. I'm glad I, I'm glad I took my own advice um, this time because this conversation was truly one in a million and I will cherish it forever. <laughs> um, and I hope you do too. Um, please let me know what you think. And um, here's Tori Trowbridge from Tiny Pretty Things. Um, all right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening this week. We are welcoming um, Tori Trowbridge on our podcast today on the Buns of Steel podcast. Welcome, Tori. Hi, thank you so much. It's Trowbridge, Trowbridge too. I, I met this incredible, I met this incredible, I think she's 12. And she made it her mission to always correct people on her name because um, 
it's it's spelled eva but it's pronounced ava and i just thought she was so incredible and sure of herself correcting anybody and anyone so i made it my mission to to kind of uh i love that yeah my people (laughs) misspell and mispronounce my name all the time my name is my full name is genevieve and it's my like people every day just call me jenna g-e-n-a and um, yeah, I get Gina mm. all the time, and I do. I try to correct because you know it's my name, and it's your name too. And it's the way, you, yeah, it's the way you kind of present exactly. yourself to the world. Yeah, and it's a healthy feedback too, where it shouldn't be kind of surprising to someone. It's like, oh yeah, cool. Yeah. I'm glad I know that now. Exactly. Before it's too I late. Correct Siri when she says people's names wrong because you can you can correct how she says things. So I even try to do that. <laughs> that's awesome yeah that's awesome yeah all right Tori well um your credits aren't just tiny pretty things um can you tell us a little bit about your other work and kind of your pathway to tiny pretty things sure um wow my other work what I've done I've done uh, a couple Broadway shows I've done Pippin and American in Paris and the share show um, so that working in New York and and signing those those contracts take up a good chunk of time and an incredible chunk of time um, and yeah doing episodics law and order tiny pretty things I was auditioning and I didn't know that I was ever going to be dancing on TV but um but yeah, I, I heard about the role and uh, went in for it. And that- in the show, so I, I binge watched the whole first season. So like I, I'm versed in it. The, all the dancers in the show, to me, they look like really, they look like trained dancers. And their acting was pretty good too. But like, I was like, no, 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 these aren't just people that dance on the side, but act. I felt like they were like dancers almost first and then actresses, which I kind of appreciated, but, um, Hmm. but yeah, was that, is that the case? Did you train in dance like excessively or extensively Hmm. over any other discipline? Yeah. Well, the whole cast, um, they're all trained actors. And Mm -hmm. as, as far as I know, I mean, um, I think one of our actors says she is a dancer first, which I'm always, I always wonder why we have to kind of categorize and why we have to um, add a numerical right. order to anything. But I also was so lucky to grow up in Los Angeles and I was always kind of immersed in the world. I I went to school for musical theater, actually, mm. since elementary school. Um, there was a choir musical theater program at this incredible magnet um, school. So I always had free... Um, free public schools my my whole life and they all had arts programs and I know that that's absolutely um, contingent on, on being from Los Angeles and mm-hmm. that is a huge huge privilege but I went to elementary school for musical theater and I went to middle school for musical theater and then I went to high school for opera and acting and mm-hmm. so that's I don't know I, I've never been able to kind of put it all into a numerical order where it was dancer, actor, singer, actor, Mm -hmm. dancer, singer, you know, it's, I never um, was comfortable saying um, I'm this first because I felt so lucky to train in everything. And then I felt like I had to choose and I didn't want to choose. And um, so, yeah, I, 
and then I went to a conservatory for musical theater. And so I've always been in um, pretty intense acting programs. And then I would dance after school. So I had long days. They were incredible days. I'm so, so, so lucky and absolutely privileged because I know that's not a reality for a lot of people. Um, I was just, um, I was very lucky. And I know that it's not definitely not lost on me that (laughs) I had incredible training in all in all the realms. That's so awesome that you were able to consciously or not have um, this direction that you just enjoyed, I'm assuming as a child. And um, if you had work, and you were doing acting gigs when you were a child and then kind of just sticking through it and enjoying it enough to be like, I can go to high school for this. Oh, I can go to college for this and then beyond. Um, I, and I remember making that conscious decision to be a dancer when I was in sixth grade, but um, that's still, that's already middle school. Like you were already kind of in elementary school doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And where did you grow up in Los Angeles? The San Fernando Valley. Valley girl through and through. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Oh, and I, so when you were talking about, you know, the numerical order type thing, I think my mind just goes to like um, in publications and such when, you know, a, a model is being put obviously in a dance setting and so obviously does not have dance training I'm just like Mm -hmm. why don't we just hire the dancer to do to like have the photo show do the movement show off the clothing or show off the product that you're trying to portray in a dance studio so I think that's why I was like no I appreciate that that the dancers in this show are really good and I like was enjoying like their technique and like everyone's dedication to the art I was like I think that's where that kind of came from Um, but it's interesting to not not categorize um, especially in your case when you've kind of been doing all three or or all four or all seven or whatever (laughs) as long as you can remember yeah yeah we're so lucky I mean the cast is just this incredible force of of talent it's it's truly mind-boggling and ridiculous but we all um we all kind of had similar paths where we were, we had trained and then we also were trained actors. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a kind of incredible that they found all of us. And, um, and, and I know that there's more, you know, they might've picked 13 of us, but that doesn't mean there's only 13 of us out there. You know, there's mm-hmm. so many talented actors and dancers who do it all and singers. I mean, I see it on Broadway yeah. every single day and it's, it's truly, there, there's no one more talented than, than those people on Broadway. Yeah. And what's the dynamic like in sort of all of those settings? So like on set, when you're filming, you know, what is it like? Does everyone have their own kind of zone that they need to get into or is everyone pretty social and casual? Mm. Um, on set specifically? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, there's so many different, uh, uh, if we're filming, let's say on the studio lot, it's, it's kind of its own world. (laughs) You have, um, you have base camp, which is all the trailers and hair and makeup where you'll get processed and then you'll have video village. So they're on set and they have, um, you know, the cinematographer, you have everyone sitting there. It's all different little villages and then there's, um, craft services. So, if you want to be in the zone, um, 
let's say I guess you would be in your trailer. I I kind of um I love waiting around. I actually enjoy that part <laughs> of TV. I like to um be on set and see all of it happening in in my own little corner mm -hmm. in my own little chair. But um I found the trailer to feel like it was so far away from everyone, but it was always there if you needed it and um the social aspect just kind of depended on on the the mood of the scene and and the mood of of where we were and I mean TV moves so quickly so you have to be focused there's there's really no room for um for being right unfocused so yeah it's kind of you find the balance and you find that dynamic there's there's room for all of it so it's it's kind of um just reading the room mm -hmm. you know yeah that's that's interesting and you are you all called on, a, on the same day I guess like you are is everyone called for every single thing or do you, is there like a production I'm sure there's a production schedule where everything is laid out and you know where you're supposed to be at what time um yeah yeah so for tv every night you'll get um you know you'll get a call sheet and your call sheet will tell you what time you're being picked up if you're being in that scene it'll have the list of all the scenes if it's interior exterior it'll have um your number, everyone is assigned a number. Um, if you're in that scene, you know, you kind of look for, oh, there we go. My number's there. I'm in that scene. Okay. I'm going to do that. And you know right. ahead of time because they have it. It's not like you're just finding out the night before you're <laughs> in a scene. You have, you have a rough schedule so you can learn your scene um, but uh, and be familiar with it. But yeah, everyone, um, you know, you're, you're called to set if, if you're in the scene that they're shooting that day. So, um, and it really varies how many pages a scene is that they're shooting that day um, that determines how many scenes they shoot a day. So it okay. can really vary. Um, cool. My roommate yeah. and I were, were laughing because, okay, so I think the, the character that gets pushed, her name's Cassie, right? So we mm -hmm. were laughing because we were like, Cassie's got the dream job right here. For the first season, she was in the bed and like she would have little, you know, in like she would appear in dreams or appear in other scenes. But we were like, every time, like Cassie mm -hmm. didn't wake up the whole time. We're like, that's a, that's a great, that's a great <laughs> first season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think she would beg to differ, <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's. <laughs> I think she got a little stir crazy uh -huh. in that bed, but um, and she's an incredible actress. So um, oh yeah, I you know. Everyone, right? Watch oh, out absolutely, for her. I'm sure. And uh, by the looks of the the end of the first episode I'm like there's definitely season two so we'll see her do her thing <laughs> yeah have you always wanted to be in the I don't even know like is this the quote-unquote commercial side of dance or it's just it's just different it's just tv film hmm yeah just tv film it's interesting I don't from what I know back in the LA world's commercial dance and correct me if I'm wrong is like music videos right right I don't know um or doing a tour with with a musical artist kind of I think um so yeah a tv film um no I never I never thought that this would be my first series regular job that it would be dancing if you told me that you know four years ago that I was gonna have to strap on some point <laughs> shoes and film 10 episodes of a Netflix show I would have been like you're crazy I haven't put on point shoes um in six years that no long? way but um oh yeah oh my high gosh school. good for you yeah yeah you killed, you killed it thank you, you thank it. you there was a lot of fast fast training that um 
that happened. But but yeah, so I never really intended. I, I was doing a lot of being in New York. You audition for a lot of procedurals. Um, they're fast paced and amazing. And uh, I guess I, anyone who doesn't know what a procedural is, it's 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 a uh, you know one of the doctor shows, Law and Order, um, those fast paced okay. shows. But um, yeah, I was just auditioning for those. Your uh, run of the mill, those New York gigs that are incredible that we all, you know, want and pay our bills. Mm-hmm. And then tiny pretty things came along, and and I was like, yeah, this could, this sounds great. I mean, I don't know. I don't think I'm gonna book a series regular. That sounds insane, <laughs> you know. Um, but but then I got a call back, and I was like, okay here we go. And I had incredible friends at the time because I was, I kind of had that imposter syndrome. I'm like, no way. No, this is crazy. <laughs> My friends are like, Tori, this is it. Um, so I have, you know, I'm, I'm indebted to, to all those amazing people in my life. But, um, yeah, no, <laughs> short answer. No, I never, I never wow. thought that I would be, um, dancing. Wow. And so like when you, was this like an open call for Netflix or did your agency kind of coordinate that? Yeah. So they, I think they saw a lot of people around the world, but, um, yeah, no, I just got the audition and I, it was just sides for Delia. It was two scenes and it was a scene with my sister and a scene with Ramon. And, um, I worked on it with my mentor and I just kind of understood where she sat. I was like, yeah, I understand Delia. Um, and did the two scenes sent it in, got a call back, sent in um, a, like a center bar of, of mm-hmm. me dancing. I, between, um, or actually it was before a two show day um, at the share show, I rented a studio really quickly <laughs> and I, I put some, <laughs> put a little center on tape that they wanted and sent that in and the rest is, is history. So you're looking for, when you were doing stuff on Broadway, you are also looking for kind of what's what to do after those shows end or when they close. Oh, always. Cause you never yeah. know. I mean, the saga, we never know when they're going to close. You know, you might have a, an inkling and, and be like, Oh yeah, our time might come soon, but it's always a shock. You, you never, you never fully know until you're sitting in the audience and your producer's telling wow. you, but um, yeah, you're always, you can only audition for certain let's say I was auditioning for a guest spot on um FBI I could only do that FBI job if um if it was shooting in a certain amount of days so my Broadway contract only allowed for me to take other certain Mm -hmm. contracts so there's always kind of a business aspect that you're shuffling things around and whatever job you're in is, is always first priority so you know, you want to live out that contract and, and be, um, be truthful to, to that work. And so, yeah, I, you're always looking, you can work while you're on Broadway. It just kind of depends on what your contract says. And that's where amazing reps come into play. And yeah, it's, it, there's definitely some shuffling that that's always being done. So when, when you're on Broadway, you're saying that you said that takes up so much of your time, so much of your energy. Is there, do you need to have another job or like, like for financial reasons, do you need to have another job or is there any need for that when you're on Broadway? Cause I know Broadway is like a monster. Like once you're, once you're there in a show, you're kind of set until 
that show closes, like you said, and then you need to find something else. But is that is that true at all? Right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I definitely, gosh, I'm so just have to say absolutely privileged. So I have to say, uh, for me, I didn't have to have another job. But I know a lot of people who who did because um, certain bills mm-hmm. or, you know, they were taking care of family mm-hmm. members or so it's really just dependent on your personal um, your personal needs. And those who were busting their ass and working multiple jobs, I mean, it's hard. It's definitely hard, but um, I didn't need to. It's, I also, uh, you know, was at the theater so often and so much. So it really just depends. It's so personal. Um, But yeah, I wouldn't say, (laughs) I mean, the Broadway salary and the Broadway contract pays your bills, but there's not a lot of saving going on god I hope I'm I'm not gonna like all of a sudden get a ton of messages you know but I think we all know that to be true all of my friends on Broadway would agree that um that yeah you can comfortably pay pay your bills um you know live live in a shoebox of your choosing (laughs) maybe luxury but um but yeah it's yeah, it's definitely so so dependent on on the person, so it's it's hard to answer. Yeah, but it's it's interesting to to contrast, um, like being a dancer in Chicago. Um, I'm a, I'm a company member with Ariel Dance Chicago, um, and definitely it is not the same. Um, I like to teach, so that's kind of a good thing because I have a lot of friends that don't enjoy mm-hmm. teaching, so they get you know jobs at restaurants or what have you, but. I'm lucky that I can continue being in a studio and still thinking about dance and articulating mm-hmm. dance in a way um, yeah. that helps me as well as the kids that I'm with. Um, but the goal yeah. is to is to sort of have a situation like what you have now um, where I, I only teach where I really, really want to. Um, because it's kind of extra and it's because I like it mm-hmm. and to dedicate my full art, like what I want to do, which is perform and maybe direct and dance as the, Mm -hmm. as the quote unquote day job, as the thing that, that does the most time. Yeah. That's beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. You'll get there. I'm I'm hoping I'm I'm putting Mm -hmm. my feelers out. I just, I just uh, finished a filming yesterday for just some like national and international film uh, festivals so I'm in the process of editing that now so and I've Wonderful. never really done that before so I'm really excited for that <laughs> that's so very good for you that's so hard and so daunting I'm sure um that's incredible Thank you. amazing job <laughs> we'll see we'll see if we'll see if it looks good <laughs> it doesn't honestly it doesn't matter though it doesn't matter if it if it quote-unquote looks good also it's also subjective so whatever if you're proud of it then <laughs> that's all that matters and you put in the work so yeah that's, that's- that's the moment to, that's to celebrate. The mantra. That's the mantra while I'm editing. <laughs> what I'm going to yeah. have in my head over and over. <laughs> yeah, good. You should. So what um, show has been your most favorite? And you can have a couple, but for different reasons, of course. But um, mm-hmm. do you love, you know, what are, are you more passionate about film? Do you feel like you're, what fulfills you more? The film or the, the stage? Hmm. hmm. That's so hard. And I know, I I know that's um, a lot of people probably feel the same way. It's hard to choose. Mm -hmm. I absolutely, I mean, I love filming. I I love TV film. I love that medium. I love 
the energy. I love, um, I love the energy on set. I love the energy of a camera kind of in your face or 10 feet away. I love walking into a scene. I, I really, um, I get off on all of it. It's, mm. it's all incredible, but, um, I don't know. There's so many, God, I look back at, at all of the jobs I've taken small and, you know, quote unquote larger, and they all are these amazing stepping stones. You know, it's hard to, you don't want to ever put all your eggs in one basket and be like, that was the one because, you know, you have to find satisfaction in longevity and in life. And yeah, um, my, you know, next job may not be exactly like tiny pretty things may not be 10 episodes of series regular so but I I was that was really really incredible um filming that show being with those people um the crew was incredible our producers were incredible we had um we had some incredible women in charge and that was so liberating and freeing and um you know that that I just haven't seen in the Broadway world yet hmm. um and i've had incredible producers on broadway don't don't get me wrong oh but, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah yeah just the just the diversity and um inclusion that that i was able to see on on that set was was really beautiful and profound so um but yeah there's nothing like being tired after an eight show week and, and napping yeah. in between two show days and being like okay here we go we're gonna do it again there's um i guess i really like I like difficulty. Maybe that's, um, you know, the masochistic side of it, but you know, there's nothing better than being so exhausted. So I, I feel the same exact way. And my students think I'm crazy because I, (laughs) I love, you know, having, having residencies and that two week rehearsal, rigorous rehearsal period Mm -hmm. of like the, the, the director's there and you have two weeks to learn a 20 minute piece um Ah, it's the best best. to like come home and you're like I am so happy this is exactly what I want to do with my time I don't care that I'm not going out tonight I don't care that I'm not Mm -hmm. seeing my boyfriend tonight like Mm -hmm. I I just I just want to sit in my bathtub and ice my muscles because I I did my job today that's so beautiful yeah that's so you you're just you know impressing yourself and that's kind of that's the goal yeah and it's just like this this feeling of you're just doing what you're supposed to do because there's that other feeling of this is not what I, what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting yeah. that you talk about like, Oh, I love, you know, being right in front of the camera, you know, right in front of your face. And that has still taken me a while when that teacher comes out with her iPhone or his iPhone and wants to record the, mm-hmm. the combination. I, to this day, i freeze a little bit. I freak out a little bit. Um, oh, absolutely. That's, I have to say that's so different. That is so, so different. And I, <laughs> you are human and that's, I, that would still pain me. I mean, I don't remember the last time someone did that to me, but except for maybe on <laughs> set to, to record some, some choreography, but gosh, no, there's something um, about like, maybe I can equate it to a photo shoot where even if you're doing a dance in the studio, um, I don't know. You're not really a character. There's something about like taking a still photo and doing a photo shoot petrifies me. I'm like, Oh no, I can't be myself. But when I get to be on camera and I'm somebody else and in someone else's shoes and in someone else's clothes and I have someone else's backstory and someone else's journal and someone else's, um, I, I do a character Bible. I have like those pieces to kind of draw on that I feel comfortable in, in that character 
and forgetting about the camera. I, I definitely, you have to have horse blinders, but um, <laughs> that adrenaline of being someone else, I think, uh, is different than the oh. adrenaline of when someone pulls out their iPhone, for sure, in, in the studio. That's that's so scary. What's up? You said, you said something about a character Bible. What is that? Yeah, I... I think everyone, um, everyone does it differently, but I personally, I, I'll go through scripts and I will pull out, um, you know, moments that maybe meant something to, to let's say, let's use Delia um, and kind of um, elaborate on the backstory, what my relationship is with my mom, my sister, my dad, my friends. What was a moment that maybe changed my life? What was the moment that um, that she knew she wanted to dance with all of these things that that can inform any scene at any given moment. Um, so I really feel like I know her and that I've lived her life or with any character that that you've known them and you've maybe lived you've you've lived it in your head and you've imagined it so that you kind of know how um, I don't know how they would pick up a cup, how how they would hmm. um, how they would walk with someone, how they would look at someone. There's just you personally I like to bring myself to roles as well but but I also really have to um they have to have their own backstory and voice and and history really um that's yeah, kind of is freeing too when you're on set because you're not you're not you're not living and you're not pulling from your own life because that's so personal and you get to hold on to that and that's yours mm-hmm. but you're kind of creating something that you can pull from that that makes any scene easier and just more lived in and mm. so yeah that's I it's all I say Bible Bible but it's in, a, in an Excel spreadsheet um, <laughs> on my computer so so you don't pray to it every day <laughs> yeah no not anymore. and it gets easier too you don't have to look at it as often you yeah. every you know by by the ninth episode of something you're like oh yeah I know her I, I know this I don't have to refer back to that moment or I don't I don't have any questions on her so is it hard to separate yourself from the character when you step up when you step off set uh it depends it depends on the moment if it's mm-hmm. if it's a if it's a a moment where you're really pulling up these difficult emotions it's exhausting then then yeah sometimes it is but it's also so important to kind of find a routine that gets you out of that so I don't know if I've solidified one, but mm-hmm. um, I have to just unwind the way that you want to unwind. So every character I I have has their own playlist. So maybe after a scene, I'll listen to Tori music. I'll listen to like my playlist. I'm, I'm no longer listening to their playlist. So something mm. to kind of get you out of it, a little bit of a routine, go eat a croissant, a muffin. I don't know, get, get something delicious just to kind of pull you out of it. Um, but I mean, everyone is so different. I have friends who, who just can snap out of it all of a sudden. And then, um, even between takes they're, they're fine. And I, I'm a little bit reserved in that sense where I have to stay, I have to stay focused. I, maybe because it takes me a second to get there. And then I'd rather just stay there. It feels like more work to kind of um, to go back and forth at the moment we're always evolving but um, mm-hmm. but yeah so it's it really kind of depends and I hope you know you never want to traumatize yourself too much my my mentor always says that she's like don't traumatize yourself it's you have to know it is <laughs> acting it's beautiful there's amazing moments but do not traumatize yourself and I, I have trouble with that sometimes I'll I'll go to the darkest um, deepest places and then be like ouch why did I do that 
Um, but <sighs> yeah, the goal isn't to isn't to carry it home with you because you have to live your life. Right. Yeah. And and one of the one of my teachers, um, I would go to his ballet class a lot, and I didn't. I I always felt like I had to I have to mentally prepare for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, like going to a class, I go to class almost every day, but you prepare for it. Like I try to get up early, get a little bit of a, Mm -hmm. some sort of workout where my blood's flowing. I bend my knees once, like something Mm -hmm. before I get to the studio and I'm, I'm an ice cold brick. Um, just to, just to do. And I feel like that's preparing myself. And I always want, I used to wonder like, does everyone do this? Does everyone have this emotional Mm -hmm. like response? This like, okay, here we go for 90 minutes. Like give it your all, forget about the outside world. This is your moving meditation. And then unprompted, my, one of the teachers was like, was like, yeah, I I commend because we're in the pandemic. He's like, I commend you all for sparing your emotions and coming here because Mm -hmm. it is a, a mental, emotional commitment. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, so it is like, I'm not, I'm not just taking it hard. Like this is yeah, a commitment. It does feel like a commitment, but absolutely. That's so beautiful. I, I wish I'm not a morning person. So, mm. you know, and especially in New York too, I would um, commute from uptown to the steps before once I, I knew I was doing the show I was trying to get to ballet class as often as I could and I would have to go before rehearsals um, so I really would kind of roll out of bed and get on the train and then use bar to to kind of warm up but gosh I would probably completely benefit from waking up a little bit earlier and bending <laughs> my knees and <laughs> yeah you know. I just I just I always feel just a little bit more like my brain wakes up a little bit more and I always used to do um, cross training workouts after my classes in college. And um, Mm -hmm. after college, I was like, I, I just started booking all these things and I didn't have time during the day. So I I still kind of felt like I needed to do that. So I'm like, all right, morning it is. And it kind of just fell into that. um, Mm -hmm. Cause I'm not a morning person either, (laughs) but I know, I know if I do this, Mm -hmm. it'll like set me on a good, trajectory for the rest of the day yeah that's so great and just listening to your body too and knowing that gosh cross yes. training being so and also sometimes the best yeah, cross training amazing. is that extra hour of sleep that <laughs> that that you need yeah yeah it's so cool that's so cool. um do you have any advice for uh young dancers or people that actors or film film enthusiasts um in the dance mm-hmm. theater kind of realm do you have any advice for people that kind of look at you Mm -hmm. and be like I want that I want to be in her sort of position in my own way of course but Hmm. yeah that's oh that's so hard it's hard to just um to give a blanket advice but I I guess there's there's only one of you and and we need you you know I think there's always a place for you and there's a place for Mm -hmm. everybody in this industry and in this business there. It's not just because you think somebody has X, Y, Z doesn't mean that you Mm -hmm. can't have X, Y, Z. It can all exist on the same plan plane and in the same world. So um, yeah, I think, I think that, and and you made me realize that, um, you know, impressing yourself is really the most important. I think you can walk into an audition and, 
if you put on your horse blinders and you're just doing it for you and you're doing the best work and and auditioning being your job if you're impressing yourself doing your job that's that's really the most important too and and training finding ways to train training for free because training can be expensive but you know reading a play taking yourself to a movie mm-hmm. when, when we can do that, but, or, or designating time in your, mm-hmm. in your apartment, in your house to watch a movie that, um, you know, that is highly regarded yeah. and, or not, whatever, right. a movie's a movie. <laughs> um, it's all training. So just remembering that it's, you're, you're taking steps and waiting is just as important as, as actually, you know, being on set. So, and how you wait and, and gosh, please keep your yeah. friends close. They'll carry you you'll carry them. There's nothing more freeing and, um, and exhilarating than your friend's love for what you do and, and your love for them. And it's just, you know, it just fulfills when you feel fulfilled in every part of your life. I think your work is more enriched and, and that's, it's never an end. There's never an end goal of, of fulfillment. It's always a process. Um, no, I don't know. I just rambled. I'm not sure. I love all the things that you said. And I also love how you didn't say, you know, keep working hard or like, you know, it's who, you know, Mm -hmm. because it's almost like, okay, that's wallpaper right now. Like everyone, everyone knows that or everyone doesn't care about that. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's those human things Mm -hmm. that you need. Friendship, learning, being a constant student is what makes you successful. Yeah. Right, exactly. And and there's so many, you know, working hard is is a very yes. general like okay, yeah. But there's also there's there's working hard and there's working correctly too. Smart. I don't know. I finding the way that you work smart the way the way you feel like your own training or your own curriculum is working for you might not work for your neighbor, you know? So it's really it's it's trial and error, I think. Working hard is trial and error of what working hard means to you. So Yes, of course, do it. Please work hard, but you know, Absolutely. what does that mean? Yeah, because you, you have to work hard at everything's hard. <laughs> Getting out of bed is hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Making breakfast, making lunch, deciding what you're going to make for dinner. I'm yeah. always like, what? How? How have I? How have I lost any any inspiration <laughs> in the kitchen? Yeah, yeah there's a million foods. How how am I just eating the same three things? <laughs> all right well thank you so much Tori um for for your time today it was beautiful talking to you you're an amazing person you're you're an inspiration your work is fantastic um please everyone watch Tori on um playing Delia um the tiny pretty things on Netflix it's amazing and um her other credits Mm. the share show um I don't know if you can find can you find that like online no, I don't think so. I think if, if anyone's in New York, it might be at the library, but um, I'm not sure. Yeah, that's the, yeah. the beauty and, and the curse of, of Broadway and live theater. It just happens those nights and the yeah. show closes. That, it's, ephemeral, it's that ephemeral art that mm-hmm. we just keep, keep, tra- keep chasing. Absolutely. Okay, well, have a great rest yeah. of your Friday. Have a great rest of your weekend. You of too. course, anytime. Thank you so much. Um, yes. Okay, bye. Bye. Well... I hope you enjoyed. I hope you got some really amazing vibes from this podcast um, with Tori. And please check her out. She's on Instagram, of course, 
at Tori Trowbridge. Um, check out at Tiny Pretty Things series and give her a follow, of course. Um, follow the at Buns of Steel Pod. It supports the show. Give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. Um, appreciate you. Appreciate our appreciate our work. Appreciate our conversations. Thank you, Tori, again. Um, and have a wonderful, beautiful rest of your day. All right. Bye, guys. Talk to you on Tuesdays.